Baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your homegirl. Recording from the Providentiale. Oh, I was gonna say the the foreign islands known as Turks and Caicos in Providenciales. Yeah, that's like Spanish and French all mixed up together. It's our anniversary. Shout out to Samia Podcast. Three years, dog. It really has been three years. The Does fact it feel that she's longer? trying to be slick with these cookies. Does it feel like... longer? <laughs> yeah, it does feel longer because I've known you for longer. And it just feels like we've been doing this the whole time. Really? Don't you feel like it's been longer? I do feel like it's been longer, yes. I think it's partly because we've known each other. That's a good point. I didn't think about that, but I do feel like it has been longer. So, yeah, three years, three times the original number of one. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Lots of drinks have been consumed. Right. So we're here on our podcast retreat and we were doing some research, you know. I think that this episode is going to be a little bit of our normal show. What season are we in? Is it Pisces still? It is. Shout out to the Pisces. Shout out to them. And shout out to the Mercury Retrograde. With all of its bumps and bruises. And oh, has there been many bumps and many bruises. I feel like that's like the perfect personification. It's just like you just get a whole bunch of little nicks. And bumps and bruises. Like, nothing that kills you, but just, like, a whole bunch of sore spots. Right, get fucked up, get fucked up. Break your nail. Get Get a paper cut. Get fucked up. What are some other things that happen that are just, like, stub your toe? Forget your passport. Roll your ankle. All types of unnecessary, unfortunate. Break your charger. Forget your headphones. Just all types of little. Drop your phone in the toilet. How's Pisces season been for you? How has Pisces season been for me? I feel like I just explained that when I was mentioning about the Mercury retrograde. Had you been listening? She was very general. Bumps and bruises? It's- I was listening, but I didn't know you had any bumps. Yeah. Okay. How has it been for you? It's been quite interesting. Oh, why? Elaborate. What's been Mercury. interesting? <laughs> Mercury in general just has been like a lot of unfortunate events that have been. Like what? Uh, I got to think about this for a second because so much fucked up shit has been happening that you just stop counting after a while. 
Wow, this sounds like a lot of stuff has happened to you. Um, let's not lay it on thick. One second. <laughs> uh, we're all hanging on the edge of our seats here. It's crazy because I chose not to internalize it and take it like... <laughs> So it's hard to really recall, hold on, been on vacation, you know, having a good time. It's not going to come to me. <laughs> Yo. It's you, not. Useless. I'm not useless. No, no. You, you are useless in this moment with your memory. In this very moment. It'll come to me. Truly. But <laughs> right now. Well, did you find out the questions from last week? Did you find out the answers? I actually did. Okay, great. Let's get yeah, into but... that. Last week, we wanted to know, why does it feel like we have more Mercury retrogrades than anything else? And of course, to confirm, yes, it is because Mercury is closest to the sun. Wow, and I guess that, and I got it right. And the orbit is much shorter than Earth's. It happens three to four times a year, and it lasts for about three weeks. One thing that I saw was when it comes to the Mercury retrograde, you want to think of it as the planet taking a nap. So while that certain planet is taking a nap, there's no way for it to be able to keep track of all the things that it normally governs, which is why things get out of whack. Right. With Mercury. Mm -hmm. Just like if Venus was in retrograde, then maybe the love shit would get out of whack. Mm -hmm. Like it's just... You know, same shit. You just apply it to how it relates to that certain planet and right. all that it governs. Is everyone affected by the Mercury retrograde? That was another question we wanted to know. Some astrologers say if you were born under a Mercury retrograde, you are immune to the craziness that happens during this time. But after doing a little bit more digging, Our Lady Sue disagrees. She did say that people born under the Mercury retrograde may have philosophical and reflective nature, which would help them think in a more, you know, creative way when it comes to those complex situations. So they may not be immune to it. They just are a little bit better at problem solving when it comes to those complicated scenarios. Mm -hmm. One way you can tell you were born under the Mercury retrograde is if you pull up your birth chart and there's an R under the planet on the horoscope wheel. I was not. I checked. (laughs) But yeah, those are the answers to your questions. Thank you. That was very helpful and glad to finally have those answers (laughs) that I've been craving for two weeks, as I'm sure all of our listeners have been as well. Yeah. And any other questions you have, hit us up, signmeatpodcast at gmail.com. At signmeatpodcast in our DMs, on our Twitter, in our inbox. May not have all the answers, but I assure you I can get them. (laughs) That's Star Talk. It's Pisces season. Right. And happy birthday to you all because the next time we regroup, We will be starting this whole astrological cycle again. Because we all know it starts with Aries. 
Wow. It's crazy how it's like a whole year comes round and round. It's, you know, it's crazy how I somehow always make it about me because yet again we were in Aquarius season. Think of that though, powerful. The number three is a powerful number. Okay, mm-hmm. it I is. Mean, why is three a powerful number? Break it down. I don't know why it's powerful, huh. but you know, I I don't have time for your sarcasm. <laughs> but what I will say is. While I can't fully grasp what it means to have all that going on, I know that there is something behind the fact that to be an Aquarius sun sign with a Pisces, Venus, and then an Aries moon, I'm feeling very connected to this time, I feel like, you know, this is your time. I'm being more aware of the time of year and what these things mean, and the fact that these three signs all together and it's all nearby each other. I should be. I wonder using if this. that has any reflection on the fact that you're born so on the cusp. You know, wonder if that has anything to do with that. I don't know. And that's a question that I won't be able to answer the next time we record. (laughs) That's deep. But I just thought that was a cool little thing to note. Very nice. All right. Well, happy birthday to y'all, Pisces. So now we're going to get into nosy new. I just really want to talk about our experience at an all-inclusive resort in Turks and Caicos. Oh, that's what you're giving us for nosy news? Yeah, I don't have any. There's no Wi-Fi, so. It's one of my critiques. The Wi-Fi is shoddy at best. Well, all right. So, I would like to hear your thoughts, Shayna, on the resort. Well, it's a family resort, so a lot of limitations. Also, that my first time going to an all-inclusive resort, so I have to say that I have been to better for it to be for its luxury and all that stuff. But um I think that because it was a family resort though, there were just a lot of restrictions and that could be a little problematic for somebody for the for the single. My thing my thing is is that Traveler. Yeah, the family thing, you know, whatever. Like you know, it's not like they hide that it's a family place. It's very much so marketed as a family place and we made that decision anyway to come here my experience was just regular yeah i think that the thing about it for me is that it's like a very certain type of american who likes to come here or like person in general like middle class Mm. i feel like upper middle class too because they get the villas and shit but I just feel like a certain kind of person is like so just, they feel like this is above and beyond. The service is impeccable and da 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 And it is. Like everyone is very nice. You know, they, they're courteous. They do their job the best, you know, to the best of their abilities. I just feel like I am more into like a more boutique experience rather than something so commercial. And I feel like commercial resorts have like kind of, it's a downside to it that it's just like very cookie cutter. And that had us feeling like 
we was in the set of Get Out. <laughs> that and brings in my theory about resorts and how they're like an alternate universe <laughs> that is mind controlling us and feeding us poisonous things in our food. Oh my gosh. And the rum. Like, all the rum, probably, is what they have the drug in. Right. The watered-down drinks. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know. I feel like definitely the commercial hotels and things like that. Like, I've been to another commercial resort where it was nothing like this. And I would say the experience was actually A1, despite it being a commercial brand. Do you think that it's because you got the upgrade that made it A1? I think that if I took the upgrade out, it still would have been A1 because certain amenities were included that weren't included with this particular experience. Mm -hmm. So, What do you think about some of the families that we've seen out here? I got to start with my people from our flight that we took, who I actually haven't seen since the first day, but... There was this one, this is the type of family that'd be out here on, on these resorts. The the mother, the father, and then a small child that's maybe one or two, and then another one that's like five or four, four or five. And this couple, like the dad was so detached the dad was totally just not even aware of what was going on. Like the dad was just really chilling, like on vacation. And the mom was like trying to keep up with these two little kids. He made some comment like, oh, you're going to really struggle with those on the next six hour flight you take. Like they're your kids too. And like, even when we got to the resort, the mom ran over to get a drink. And the dad was like, yeah, just leave me over here with the baby and the stroller. It's like, Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> you are a parent too. <laughs> you are so over that. Yeah, because it just, I don't i don't know. I just feel like it should be a partnership, not like mom does everything and dad is just like, what? I don't know. What do I do? I don't know. I definitely agree. I just feel like you were just like so done with that guy. Though, right, because like... he was just ugly and just... <laughs> Like, his personality is what made him ugly to me. Like, I just thought that that was so... Ugh. It's like, you don't want to take care of your own child. That's like guys when they say, oh, I'm babysitting tonight. No. You're not babies. You're parenting. Like, right. this is a 24-7 gig. Yeah. What are some other observations you've made? With this place? No. With, like, the people or, like, the service or anything. Well, I know you people watch way more than I do, so I would just have to say, you know, it's just a very, it's an interesting mix of people that are here, because it's not like, you know, your typical New Yorkers or whatever. Yeah. They're from states and Yeah, we met somebody where, from North Dakota today. Yeah, where they be murdering people and shit, like. Not to really put North anything. Dakota. <laughs> Not to really. They were from Fargo. And so, of course, I was like, oh, like the movie? And they were like, yeah. Speaking of murdering people, have you ever, you've never seen Fargo, have you? Mm-mm. 
someone gets their body put into a wood chipper in that movie. Yeah, see, look at that. That was me just taking a gander. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, it's just those towns. Right. You don't really know about, never really been to. but And they were, like, definitely on some shit, like, we'll continue to come back here every year. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they were like, we found our vacation destination, and this is where we're going to come every time, like. No problem. No problem with that. The beach is beautiful. The sand is beautiful white. The water is the most beautiful clear blue you've ever seen. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's just so clear. It's crazy. The clouds are so low. Yeah. It's really scenic. Beautiful. Right. The water's icy cold, too. Right. (laughs) Every time. It's like you'd be so hot on the shore and then go into the water and you're like, oh, never mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else? Anything else you'd like to mention? Uh, Before we put a button on our experience? It was good. It was good. Um, the food wasn't really like anything to brag about. It just works because it's all included. Right. All inclusive. You know, so that's why it's like, okay, yeah, this the is food good, was just but, like, okay, but yeah. again, that's like another thing that I feel like the target audience, they are fine with that. Like they're, mm-hmm. they're good with the food. They're, yeah, they're good with like buffet style or whatever else. I mean, we mostly went to seated restaurants that like served you. We didn't really do the buffet thing. Yeah. But they had that. We only did that like the first night because, first day because. Early in the day when we were waiting to check in. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that. That's all I have for nosy news. Oh, yeah, we had a really great balcony mate. They would slam their door whenever we were outside playing music and smoking weed. Really? You heard them slamming doors? Remember when we were like, are they slamming it because of us, or are they just, like, slamming it? Yeah, I didn't even internalize it, so I just let it go, like, oh, they must be just slamming it. No, I just always, I didn't internalize it, but I just figured it was because of us. <laughs> they around here slamming doors and carrying on. I mean, yeah, you know, we're, like, young, single yeah. women on the resort where there's nothing Gifted but... And black. Families and I will say that the waiters and stuff and the the men who work out here they are definitely walking the straight and narrow. Nobody's jeopardizing their job trying to be flirty and do too much. Yeah. Meanwhile, the other guys on the beach are just the same niggas you be seeing anywhere. <laughs> same type of nigga. Selling. Right. Trying to hustle you something. All right, well, as far as will I return, I return to this island. Mm-hmm. This resort? Probably not. Yeah. Unless I have some kids, but it'll be closed down by then. Right. Any other resort will be like maybe twice this or three times this in yeah. price. So, till then. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's been real. All right. Work. Two cents. How long does it really take to get over a breakup? A year. 
Really? Yeah. I feel like it all depends on the person. Yeah, I mean, it probably does depend on the person, but I think after a year, you could be packing up those feelings and moving along. Mm-hmm. What do you think about dwelling on a breakup for more than a year? I don't think there's anything with dwelling on a breakup for more than a year. You should be allowed to experience that hurt and that pain in real time. Like Nobody should try to shorten that or take that away from you. As long as you're making proactive moves to like get better and not think about it and not let it consume you. But that's what I'm saying. You don't think that's giving two plus years of your life to a breakup is letting it consume you? Everybody is allowed to have whatever time they need to like to heal, like mm-hmm. to get through what they get over what they need to get over. So no, I don't think so. So because then it's like one person might say that somebody who doesn't allow the time to just be alone and to feel is just like not really processing anything. They're just being with people. They just are afraid to be alone. Mm-hmm. Like there's like different ways you could look at it. Got you. So you personally, you given two years of your life to a breakup? Ideally, I think that it it works because it's giving yourself time to heal. I mean, I don't know why I'm saying a year because you definitely still be thinking about your person like two years later. I could totally see that. Mm-hmm. Is that still you going through the phases of a breakup, you think, when you're just, like, thinking back on them, even if it's, like, a fond memory? Like, you might not be thinking about, like, all the fucked up shit. I feel like year two is when you're, like, reminiscing on all the good times. Mm -hmm. Year one is when you're thinking about all the ways, like, you could have tried to fix it, or, like, it could have worked out, or it didn't work out, or, like, the reasons why you just decided to let it go. So how do you know you're over it for sure? For me, I feel like it's when I'm just like spinning my wheels. Like obviously nothing is changing. I'm just a broken record at this point. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know you're like done with it? Yeah. What about you? For me, it's just like when you just don't have any any desire mm-hmm. to work anything out. Yeah. That's how I know, so. Wow, that was such a tantalizing two cents topic. Yeah, no. Wow, do you hear that gentle breeze? It's the last chance we'll ever get to hear this for a little bit. Right. But you, you know, not long from now, you'll be be doing it again. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah, honestly it is. I'm probably going to tell even less people the second go-around because then they just going to think I'm bragging. Right. Aren't you just on vacation, bitch? It's all right because they right. see, they watching. Yeah, Nevertheless, yeah. period. I guess that about culminates us. Part one. Yeah, so it's our last morning out here. And boy, have we enjoyed ourselves. Really and truly, I think. 
were. I mean, do you do you have any other complaints other than what we mentioned yesterday about the resort, you know? Get out. The get out aspect of the resort. No, I really don't have any complaints, you know. I feel like anyone who has an opportunity to experience the all-inclusive lifestyle, it's it's a good one. So you can't really complain too much. Right. Or at all, honestly. Yeah, you're right. I just, like, am sad that I'm leaving now. Yeah. Leaving vacay is always the hardest part. For sure. You gotta return back to your normal life. You know? Right. Oh, shit. Maybe your life's exciting. My life is exciting. We're really blessed to be able to do these things and then go back to our normal life and do things there, too. Word. Mm-hmm. Word. Well, get your life. You gotta, gotta get your life. Hey, get your life. You gotta, gotta get your life. Guys, I just want to say really quickly, one thing that I really got my life with is I did karaoke for the first time. That was like a big, like, fear to overcome. And, you know, the video definitely shows that I look nervous. I'm swaying like crazy. Just cannot stand still for the life of me, but... But it was still amazing, nonetheless. Like, you really did your thing out there and performed a song that was, you know, quite country. A crowd pleaser, though. Mm-hmm. Country AF, but the crowd was definitely into the... I sang Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton. It was good. It was good. Shout out to Chris Stapleton. You got some soul in you, brother. Yeah, so that was something that, you know, I feel good about now. I hope that I still have that same confidence when I'm in front of my peers, you know. Right, I told her she's ready for trap karaoke now. Right, totally different experience. Where lights, camera action, bitch. It's really like a concert. Yeah. So, you think you're ready for that? No. No? I think I could do, do a couple more bar scenes. What would you what would you do for trap karaoke? What would your I would do like Anita Baker or Patty or something. It has to be it has karaoke. to be rap. I thought it just I had mean, to be I guess black. it doesn't have to be. But so I saw this meme that really triggered the need for me to want to have a conversation about this. I wasn't okay for months and no one noticed. That was the meme. That's what it said. Okay. And it just made me think about checking on your friends, checking on your strong friends, all that stuff. You know, I say checking on your friends and checking on your strong friends is because you know how sometimes you have those friends that you might talk to all the time. And anytime you're talking to them, it's really about your issues, things that you have going on, but you don't really think to stop and see how they're doing because they just seem to have it so together so you don't really notice you're not aware of it so that's what I mean by strong friends but also just in general like with your friends and just like not really knowing that something's wrong because everybody's so into their lives and what they have going on which is perfectly fine but sometimes we just have to take a step back to you know check in so I just want to talk about ways 
that one can do that and how many times you need to check in with someone. I don't know that it's something that can be like so regulated, but it just needs to be a general awareness. You know what I mean? Need to be more aware about our friends and our family and the people that we care about and just like be less self and more like, what are the people that I care about going through? I don't know that it's something that you could say like three times a week. I need to like, make my rounds and like check on so-and-so you know mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely. It, i think that it just has to be an awareness but actually while i agree with you there's also a part of me that's like you're so organized with your job you pencil people in like yeah it sounds crazy but at the same time like if you don't make time to do something it'll never get done yeah. right like so it's like yeah, being aware is one thing, but like you can be aware and just still, it's still not like never it, get to yeah. it because you're like not making the time for yeah. it. Yeah, like you, you know, like so I was you actually, think you should set like an alert on your not calendar? an alert, but like you know, just like if you have a busy life and you find that you know you you really care about your friends, but sometimes you forget to check in. Like it might be good to consider that. Like even with family too, like. Because I was talking to my mentor the other day, and I remember just talking about, like, how, yeah, I talk to my grandmother every day, or my mom, like, every day, but it's not the same for other people in my family who I'm close to that probably want to hear from me, but they don't hear from me as often as they may have liked. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not really making the time to reach out and do all that stuff so mm-hmm. makes sense I know with my mom like sometimes I'll look up and I wouldn't have talked to her for like two weeks oh wow <laughs> like we would have text maybe in the group chat or something like that but like actually talking it could go like it could go a little bit of time yeah I forgot I was talking to somebody Y'all, wait this is a type of place like these white women get these braids. <laughs> I forgot about this that. This is a resort that does the hair braiding, y'all. And, like, these white women and these braids, they are getting their life. <laughs> it's getting out of hand, honestly. It is getting out of hand. Like, literally, these white women love these little cornrows on their fucking daughters. The rest of their hair be so matted like crazy. It's just really hilarious. Sorry. I interrupted that whole thing. But I just saw this mother with one braid. <laughs> one braid on the side, y'all. She looks so excited. Flipping her whole head. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. But yeah. That's a good point that you raised. I like that topic. Thank you. I thought it was... It was really good. So when you like want to check in on somebody, how do you really do that? Yeah, do that. Like, do you say, oh, I was just thinking about you? Yeah, or just, you know, it doesn't need to be anything formal. If you have a relationship with that person, it shouldn't come. It's no surprise that you're calling them. Yeah. Maybe if it's a habit that you want to start because you haven't been doing it before, that's okay too. It's okay to say, just checking in, haven't really heard from you in a while, and yeah, I'm trying to be better about that shit. Yeah. Like. That's, that's actually good. You know, like, <laughs> just doing it that way. And then checking in. Another part that was really interesting 
to me was when it comes to not being okay and not getting checked in on weight gain. Oftentimes when people gain weight, some may assume like, okay, something could be wrong, but nobody's really talking about it. I remember going home and then talking to my uncle later and I'm saying like, you know, oh, don't be offended, but looks like you put on a little weight. Yeah. And you know, you'll hear unfiltered feedback from your family the most. Yeah. Like those are the people who are going to give you the real right. and everything like that. But how is it that when it comes to friends or people you know, no one really says like, oh, you're gaining weight. But right. they'll, instead they'll say it after you've lost the weight. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh, I've noticed that you, you had, gained, had weight. gained the weight, but they didn't say it. Now I know that like, it's okay, sensitive. it's sensitive. And it's like hard to really try to like come to somebody with something like that. But in the same breath, it's also important to raise the question because something actually could be wrong. Yeah. Like, on the one hand, it's like, yeah, you know, I'm eating good. Like, life is just yeah, a little different yeah, than yeah. Right, what right. it was before. Like, people could say that too, but sometimes it could be like something bigger. Yeah. That's and it's a good just point. like, how would you say it to somebody? What would that be like? You can't think, girl. Like, you know, or. Yeah, or more like serious like I've noticed you've gained a little bit of weight like, you know it really and again it depends on who you're dealing with too yeah cause some people could really take be fly me. off the handle right <laughs> I know I like snap when I heard it from my uncle oh uh, when he said it you were like I was what? cool when I heard it from my uncle but then when my grandmother repeated what my uncle said it's like oh so now y'all are talking about it yeah like what is that about you know like now um you just get irritated by anything your grandma does because it's like like, seriously she could notice just the same as your grandfather could notice notice, but she was like she always said she was like but shana you know i always say you look beautiful like whatever you do like you wear your things well like it's fine like you know what i mean like you're beautiful but it was just my uncle letting me know flat out like just you know I noticed. Yeah. That was it. You know what I mean? But there's a way to say it. No, my dad, like, my dad and my granddad were always my, like, craziest critics. And I just know that, like, the tough love was their approach. So I feel like I would have to tread light in that area. If I know that you're, like, eating good, you know what I mean? I know that you're, like, chefing it up and really not giving a fuck. I probably would be less inclined to say anything anyway because it's, like, I see what's happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. I know that it's just because you're, like, in a different place right now or whatever. But, like, you know, I feel like it would be harder for me to approach a friend because I just know how I had that tough love and I hated it. Being like criticized Being about your criticized, weight. yeah. And so that's why I yeah, just and that's like the part try that's not, not cool. to like that's, say that's, anything. that's the part that's not cool than what I mean when I'm saying it's all about how you say it because like on the one hand I know my family cares about me but then it's like don't turn around and say you know you're beautiful but if you lost a little more yeah it's like no if i lost a little more weight what i would be as beautiful yeah because that's what i'm thinking yeah you know what i mean like that's kind of like okay there's a way to say it and yeah. that wasn't the way like you could have left it at the first part yeah and then like kept all the other stuff like there's no standard to anything it's really it's really good to like you know just show care yeah basically is really what the overarching theme is. Right. It's like showing care. That's kids outside playing ping pong without the table. 
I think that's like racquetball or something or paddleball. How y'all feel about that though? Well, that was a good conversation. Yeah, I don't know how it really ended, but it was good. Shout out to everybody who comes to the resort and they run a mile. They run on the beach, they run all around. Like, that is so beautiful. Something about this resort life is just so creepy to me. Like, it's just too it perfect. Is. It's it uncomfortable. Is. Like, it's just too much. I can't live like this. Well, that just goes to show long. that you have a grasp on reality. <laughs> Congratulations. You've made it past the round. <laughs> it was a test. You got out. I'm getting out. Yeah, I'm getting out. I'm getting out. Nah, for the rest of you crazy. motherfuckers, get out. All right. Well, that's another episode of the Sign Me Up Podcast. <laughs> I'm at Sydney Poppins 2. I'm Cheeky Bobby. And that's another episode of Sign Me Up Podcast signing out. <laughs> <laughs>